Welcome, friends and besties, to episode 18 of Once a Month for Brats. We're back, baby. First things first, today is Thursday, 27th of July, 2023. This will be up on Sunday, the 30th of July, 2023. Yes. And guys, friends, besties, we're sorry. We're sorry. Miane. I know. Actually, I'm surprised, but we found out that people are waiting for episodes to come out. And yeah, we just want to take a couple of seconds to apologize formally. Uh, Yeah, we were just um, in new, well, I was in a new life experience, like, I started working. Schedules change. (laughs) Our schedules have changed. And when we started this podcast, I wasn't going to class and I wasn't going to work. So I was Mm. very available. Mara was also not working and was home. So it was very easy for us to find time every week. Now yep. we both are back in school at work. And so it's become a lot more difficult. But we yes. will try to, tr- we are going to try, but we can't promise. We don't yeah. want to leave you hanging. So we're just going to say, we will try. If it doesn't work out, we'll see what we can do though. Yeah, we yeah. don't, we, we're we not going to quit, but we cannot promise of week, like regular. weekly regular uploads. Because exactly. we just we don't know right now time or our uh daily like our oh my gosh I can't think what's the word our alta? we don't know we don't have a fixed schedule so we'll just we'll figure it out every week as we I'm, can. I need to relearn doing podcasts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Um, school. It's been mm. school interviews, applying for jobs. Um, and yeah, so basically my weekly updates for the last three weeks since we've uploaded um, an episode has been interviews. And I'm in the final round for two interviews. So by next week, hopefully I'll know where I stand. Mm. And then there's one job I, I want in particular. Once or if everything gets done and signed, I will tell you more about it. Nice. And for me, my weekly update, um, I actually got home three weeks ago in from mm-hmm. Ireland. I went to Ireland for a week and I've been back now. My parents are here visiting from Cyprus. I started working um, in like two, two weeks ago in July. Yeah, I started this month. And so I must have been back home for much longer than just three weeks. I don't know. I lost track. But I'm back and yeah, really just working and spending time with family very yeah. nice so we are united once again actually this is not the first time yes we've not had brunch in a while yeah, but we yeah have to. we've had a good we've had good times together since we've seen each other since even back yeah for brunch and the day yeah. we saw each other was a lot of fun so hopefully yeah. soon yeah all right guys um i hope you missed us just as much as we missed you we have an interesting topic for you today so I'm oh actually a month from today I'll be turning 25 which I find very weird because on the one hand I've been saying I'm 25 for a long time I don't know why when people ask what my age is the first thing that comes to mind is 25 <laughs> I feel you I turned 22 last week and in my head I've been 22 for like 
years. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like I said, next month I will actually be 25. And now we are at an age where a lot of our friends are getting married. We've talked mm-hmm. about this on previous episodes. And so now actually having kids is a realistic life thing that can happen. Yeah. Um, and so the idea of this episode came about because like for the last, I say, two years, I've noticed that a lot of my female friends have decided or don't want kids, both those who are married or in relationships and those who aren't. And Mara, you are one of them. Yep. And I'm one of the few people in my circle that like actively wants kids and has like not changed their mind about that since I was like nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so while I am of the opinion that everyone should really a thousand percent do what they want, I really don't care. No, okay, like, let me not say don't care because that sounds cold. But like, I want you to do what you want to do. And I don't, I, fi- I find it weird when other people want other people to have kids because like, why is that your business? Mm-hmm. Um, but because having kids is like such, the, so much the norm, I just want to talk about it. I want, to, I, I find it so fascinating that now so many young women are choosing not to and -hmm. i can say i i I truly do understand why but i still want us to have a conversation since you don't want kids but i do or at least for now you don't see yourself having kids so yeah yeah well that's why yeah i think this episode came about okay yeah so um for me um right now i don't want to have kids sometimes i think about having like a kid running around like my child and I think that is a like that's a cool thought. But then again, I think about having to raise a child and literally living for that child, like it's in its first month's years of living. And then I'm like, eh, nah. For, at least I don't want to spend my twenties doing that. I want mm-hmm. my twenties mm-hmm. to be for me. I want to mm-hmm. spend my twenties living my life how I want to live it. And how mm-hmm. I want to spend the best 10 years. <laughs> or people say your 30s are your best years, but we'll, we'll see that. When we'll have another episode on, on that topic, actually. So first question for you would be, have you always felt that way? Like, have you always no. thought that? Uh, yeah. Really? Mm, I always wanted to have kids until I realized how hard it is to raise <laughs> them. <laughs> okay. No, I, I really did. I always thought I'd be getting married in my early 20s and have children by like 25, 26. And I I always wanted to be a young parent mm-hmm. because when I grew up, I had friends who had young parents and they were always so cool. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be that for my child or children. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm thinking, now I'm 22. P- people get have like kids when they're like, 18 19 and i i mm-hmm. don't i don't i how i'm 22 now like if okay if i did happen to have a ch- child now i guess i'd be able to do it like you you can adapt to the cir- circumstance and the situation but ideally i don't want to have children till i'm like early like in my late 20s 30s something okay so is it a case of you you it's a case of you don't want children anytime soon, but you would want children later on, or it's more like, mm. uh, I'm fine without kids. Actually. Yeah, I am fine without kids. It, it depends on what day you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Because though, I, I don't know. For now, definitely hard no. And for later, maybe, but probably not. Okay. 
interesting yeah but you 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 just said you've always wanted to have kids since you were nine mm-hmm. like I think, I think that's the uh-huh that's so interesting because i think it was kylie jenner as well who said that she's always just wanted to be a mom so some people grow up thinking oh i really want to be a mom like as a, as a kid i always loved kids myself like I've, I think, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what just came to my mind? When we used to go to the meetings, oh, yes, you would, yes, I would yes. really hate, mm-hmm. not hate you, but dislike you for always seeing the babies probably. <laughs> yeah, so we were, we had like friends or we, like we were in a group of people where like every week would meet up and some people would have kids, right? So I, me loving kids, I would always go snatch them and like play with them and hold them. I just always love taking care of babies. I love being able to like put babies to sleep because it was like, yes, I could do this. Like, because kids, you know, kids are difficult and it's always like, I just have always loved kids. And for me, I think the earliest memory I have of, yes, I want to be a mom and yes, I want to have my own kids was around the age of like nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I am. I grew up in a big family. All my parents' siblings have at least three kids. Um. So for me, it's always been. I've. I just love people, and the idea of having my own kids has always been something I've been very, very sure of. Um. When I was younger, I used to say a minimum of three and a maximum of four. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> because I don't know. One is definitely a no for me. Two was like, eh, that kind of seems boring. Mm. <laughs> and three was like, okay, three is a good number, but like four is ideal because they each have like, there's always, you can always pair people up in, in, two, okay. in twos. Yeah. So two was like, no, four was the max. So for me, it's never changed that I've wanted to have kids. What has changed is maybe the number of kids I've mm-hmm. wanted because now I'm like, okay, maybe two is enough. Oh, <laughs> but we'll really? see. Okay. Yes, I'm like two, maybe three, but like two is kind of where I see mm. myself at right now. Children are expensive. Oh yeah, that's that's why we need the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why we need that job. So pray for me that I get that job. But yeah, so for me, I've always wanted, mm. I've always wanted to have kids. Yeah, mm. I find so, that so like interesting. Yeah. Yeah. In what way? No, because I just, I cannot imagine, like, sure, I, when I was younger, I would think, ooh, yeah, I'm going to be married, and I'm going to have children, but some people really just, like, their goal in life is to be a parent, and they have so much love to give to their children, and I'm like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Could never be. <laughs> I cannot relate. <laughs> yeah, so, like, one thing that I do find weird, and I don't know. I don't that I can't see myself pregnant. I find mm. that idea of Ooh. being pregnant very <laughs> weird. See, the thing is, I would love to be pregnant. I mm. really, 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 really want to be pregnant and experience how it is to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. I just don't want a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I just, I don't know. I don't like mm. the thought of people knowing I'm pregnant. I don't want people seeing <laughs> me pregnant. I don't. I really don't know why because it's it's something that has only developed in in recent years. Mm. And I think as a kid too, as a kid, you have no idea how difficult pregnancy really is. Yeah. So. But me, I was like, oh, yeah, it's easy. You just get pregnant, you wait for a few months, and then you yeah. have a baby, and mm. then life is smooth sailing. But as I've gotten older, I've like, re- like I just am interested in the topic of, of pregnancy and postpartum and the whole process from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so now I've come to see how actually number one, the ability to get pregnant is already like a struggle and a miracle at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's first off. Then actual pregnancy for most women actually is not that enjoyable. A lot of women say that they hate pregnancy, but they, of course they love the result. Like Mm. the, the baby that comes at the end is worth it. But like actually self comes with so many things that it's just very, yeah. When I think about that, I think that's what, yeah, that goes with what I'm thinking. Um, I, to be fair, I do want to just, I want to know what being pregnant feels like and growing something in your belly. Like that's insane. And I want to, I want to know what it's like if like the baby kicks you and everything, but all like giving birth, postpartum, like depression, Mm, everything, mm -hmm. like the anxiety of it all. No, thank Mm -hmm. you. And then having a child and having to raise that child Mm -hmm. and literally look after a child. And we have, I I have a friend who just gave birth like two months ago, three months ago. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And you have and a I, fresh baby in your life. I've yes. had like a new baby. I love in a her. Time. No, I really do love the baby. I do. I like children. I really, really, really love children. Mm. But it's just really exhausting, and I don't like the idea because that's what she also like. We talked, and she said that you really, your life really, like uh, re- revolves around mm-hmm. the child. Like you, yeah. have no personal life anymore. Like it's it's over. And at that... least for the first few years. Mm, yeah. Or you have to be very intentional about making time for yourself. Yeah, but I think that's really hard to do. But I just I don't like giving up my freedom. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't I, I think having a child is just so pressurizing. Pressuring? Pressure rate pressure. There's a lot of pressure with having a child. <laughs> yes. And I don't want that. Like <laughs> I want to know what it feels like to be pregnant, but I just, I don't want the result. <laughs> Maybe you can have my baby because I don't want to be pregnant and I want a kid. You oh want gosh. to be pregnant and don't want to have, it, want to have a kid. So, I mean, we basically have a solution here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, for me, like I said, pregnancy, I'm not that excited about having a kid. And I can actually see myself as a mom. And I think we both know in, in, in my friendships mm. and with in my friend groups, I tend to be the mom anyway. Yeah. So for me, and taking care of kids now, the thing is, I haven't done it in a long while. The last time I remember actually taking care of a kid was when my cousin came to visit and her, their kid was one at the time. She was one. Um, and like they would want to go out. So I'd be, if I was home, I would take care of her. And it, I really enjoyed it, even though, yes, it was difficult. But it's also very different taking care of someone else's kid for like four hours. Than having your own kid that is reliant on you, especially as the mom. Mm, yeah. So very two very different um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Another. Is, another. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, what I just want to say is that is why I I love being around children. And if you have children, I will love taking care of them and having them for a day and spending time with them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'll be more than happy to just give it back to their mother because <laughs> I've had enough and then you go and like no seriously I love taking care of children for a day and then I'll give them back to their parents and I'm good to go and they've had a free day like that's good that's perfect but I just yeah no that's all thank you 
<laughs> yeah, another big thing in this whole thing is I think the pressure that comes with, especially with women, that comes with being a mother. Mm. Um, that's this whole social yeah. issue. Yeah. And that's why that's also a topic in Barbie. So if you haven't watched Barbie, I'm watching Barbie. You will on be Saturday. soon. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. My, my sister is literally currently texting me about wanting to go see it with my mom. So I saw it last week, Thursday, literally a week ago from. Mm-hmm. She said she was straight balling. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to see it the day after it came last week, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister just saw it today. My sister is actually the reason I wanted to go see Barbie. Because before that, I didn't know. Is that Sammy in the background? Oh, you can hear him? I can hear him. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that's my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. So she was the reason I wanted to see Barbie because before I was like, what am I? I, I don't know what to expect in this movie, but I went to saw it and it was worth it. And so now my sister finally got to see it today and she basically had the same reaction I did. And now she wants us three to watch it. So me, my mom and oh, her. I'm but so back excited. To the, yeah. okay. <laughs> back to the main issue. Being a mom is just a lot. And that's something I was very, very cared of not in the sense that like I don't really care much about other people's opinions I'm very much like if you don't know me I I don't know why I should place any value on what you say or think about me but the thing is number one picking the right person to have kids with because Mm. that's that literally is what will make or break your experience something I want to add there I sometimes think oh yeah that's my child it's literally like it's from me and then I'm thinking wait but it's also my partner's someone Someone else's (laughs) no thank you (laughs) like seriously that uh, that has been my thought process once like I'm thinking "Hmm, oh okay a child of mine great and then I'm like wait Mm. it might not even look like me it might not have my personality I'm taking care of it for nine months and I'm giving birth (laughs) to it and then it looks like my partner's Uh uh-uh no. I mean, if you love your partner, it, you probably won't mind it that much. Because, like me thinking about this, I don't. I wouldn't. Okay, I fair wouldn't Have a problem okay. if my. That's kids... fair. That's fair. Okay, yeah. hold up. If you had multiple <laughs> kids and none of them look like you, I would feel some type of way. But generally, like, I don't mind the idea of my kids not looking like me and looking more like their dad. But um, yeah, it's just. I was very scared of picking the wrong person to have kids with, and I mean, I won't know until I actually have kids with. Mm. My future husband before I know if it was a good choice or not but I mean by that point it's not really reversible so hmm. it kind of has to be good before you, you go into the process right so that was a really big thing now currently I'm like okay I don't feel like I'm picking the wrong person but it's still just very it's a lot of work especially if you if you're in a marriage or in, in a relationship taking care of a baby together is very difficult even if before you had the best relationship yep. it just will put so much strain on the yep. relationship especially in the beginning and you might have different opinions on things you might especially on on um discipline for example and the way you want to raise your children and why would and you so... want that why would you put that on yourself yes <laughs> why (laughs) i know (laughs) so but making sure that you pick the right person was very important to me so and it was something i also made very clear from the beginning that like look i want kids i've always wanted to have kids this is not something i can compromise on so if you don't want kids like no know this exactly basically bye (laughs) but like 
this is something that has been very important to me since literally I was nine. So this is not something I'm ever going to change my mind about. And if I, if it doesn't happen in my life because of, not because maybe biologically it doesn't work, but if it's a case of you then turn around and say you don't want kids, that would really destroy a lot. Mm. And it's one of the things I feel people should be very honest about very early on. Yeah. Because it's such it's a huge important. topic. Definitely. It's exactly. like, it's a deal breaker in a relationship. Yes. Like you have to yes. know from the, from yes. right from the start. Because exactly. if you don't, then why would you like, yeah, you just. And kids, lost. kids aren't something you can compromise on. <laughs> I, I want to have literally <laughs> exactly so it's, it's either and especially if the woman doesn't want the kid because she's the one who will carry the kid unless maybe you decide you want to go a different route if a, if a woman doesn't want to have a kid like there's no don't try to convince someone to want a kid mm. or that they might change their mind yeah so and with that being said do you think you could change your mind about having kids <laughs> hmm Honestly, um, if if I ever were to meet somebody and I would get married to them and I, I would feel like, okay, maybe I can have children with that person. I'm definitely, I'm not closed off to the mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm thinking, mm, I, I just, I cannot imagine myself having children for now, but I'm definitely, I won't. I don't know. Maybe if I meet somebody, <laughs> if I meet the right person, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I just can't see myself. Mm. So we see that there, there are varying levels of wanting and not wanting kids. So you kind of fall up, fall in the middle of things. Mm, you're not like, yeah. yes, 100%, I, I want and need to have kids. But you're also not on the completely, nope, I never, ever want mm. to like have kids. Get my, let me get my, my tubes tied, my uterus taken out <laughs> yeah. because I, I know for a fact that this is not what what I want and so I have friends who are also I think along that line Mm. where they are like I I don't like kids I never want to have kids regardless of whoever it is I meet in the future for me that's not it Mm. and I think that's fair like because if you children should be born to people who want them yeah and if you know you don't want kids I think it's very fair and should be very much respected if someone says don't challenge someone who says they don't want something they know what they want. So leave them alone when they say they don't mm. want to. But I mean, very especially like Africans can't fathom the idea of you not wanting kids. Mm. And I'm like, who, who says you have to have children? Mm-hmm. No one. Mm. You don't have to if you don't want to. So, But also I think in society generally, it's looked or frowned upon. Frowned, mm. frowned, frowned upon? If a mm-hmm. woman decides to not have children but have a career instead... I think yes. in society generally, still, mm. it's it's really like if you meet or I don't know if you're working and your 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 colleague asks you, mm, do you have children or not? And you're like a middle aged woman and you say no, like they will like they will wonder and ask questions. Oh, why? Why didn't you have kids? But <laughs> I, I I don't know why it's still in society that women need to have children i wonder because i if someone tells me they don't want to i never question you shouldn't you should just accept it as yeah and you also you should because there's there could be several 
um, possibility. Yes. It's like if you are biologically incapable of having kids and you've mm -hmm. really tried and everything, it's like a really emotional, sensitive topic, and topic. sensitive topic for some people, for some women. Mm -hmm. And never go and ask somebody, oh, why did you mm. not have kids? Or why do you not want to have kids? It's just a very sensitive topic and it's a yes. very personal and private topic. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Know. So because of because of all this, as in like the pressures and the difficulties of being pregnant, having kids, I've told myself that, or not that I've told myself, I'm going to take all the help I can get because mm -hmm. I tr truly do believe that people were not meant to have kids alone, meaning not even just you and your husband or partner, but you were not meant to do this without grandparents, aunts, cousins, people around you to help, friends. Mm -hmm. because it's so difficult and it's just insane to me that you're expected to do this just to people imagine when... there's also like there's single raising parents yes and there's also people with twins or more. <laughs> yeah. or more so I am a very I'm a very strong believer of get as much for me Some people say, no, they want to do everything on their own. I have a friend who says, uh, we were talking about exactly this. And she's, she was like, nope, I want to, I don't want my mom around. I want to do everything myself. I want to learn mm -hmm. how to do it. And I think if that's what you want for me, that I don't think that would work because it's just so much work that I don't think it's realistic that I will be happy doing so if I feel, if it's all on me and maybe my husband. I've told my mom, if you want grandkids, like be prepared to live with me for the next, <laughs> for the first like, at least six months. I need the help. And I'm also, I say that I want to live close to people who are willing to help and are ready and able to help. So like all the grandparents, all the aunts, all the cousins, all the uncles, all the friends, please, I will take all the help. Mm. I'm also, I think, I think we will be talking about this, like the kind of parent that you mm -hmm. and maybe imagine yourself to be, because it's very different what I might imagine myself to be as a parent versus the well, kind of parent actually, I actually, yeah, yes. But I think, I do think I have an idea and it won't stray too much mm. from that. But hey, okay. I'm, I'm open. So um, you just mentioned parenting and there's parenting styles. So we mm -hmm. kind of thought we would also include that in our, our episode today um so there's four different per, uh, personality you know parenting styles and um should i just go on and talk about them yeah i'll just yeah so quickly just so you know for everyone so um you want to start with the first one or do you want to say okay hmm? yeah i was saying that we were talking about just the topic of um, kids are not wanting kids and I, you brought this up mm -hmm. and this is something I've also heard about and I you, I got really excited when you mentioned this as an um, addition to what we talk about today because it's something that I have like I follow so many people on Instagram that talk about this and also on TikTok even though I'm not really using TikTok mm -hmm. but I just find it such an interesting thing because it's so if you think about it the way someone par is parented as a child affects how they are their entire lives And how they interact with the world. So imagine serial killers. How were they? <laughs> how were they raised? No, it's and actually how did yeah. that exactly? So psychology. Go ahead. What are, yeah. Yes. What are the four parent? So big parenting styles yeah. because they are mm -hmm. smaller ones, but these are like the main mm -hmm. ones. So the first one is called auth authoritarian, 
And with authoritarian parenting style comes um, parents wanting their children to be very obedient. They focus mm -hmm. on obedience, on punishment, over discipline. So they're very strict, but get very angry at times. And they don't really talk to their children. They're just expecting stuff. And if it doesn't happen, they'll get angry. So mm -hmm. I, oh, I think... Hold up. That's why I mentioned all of the four. Okay. Yeah, okay. where we're starting from. So first one, authoritarian. Then there's authoritative... Then there's permissive and uninvolved. Mm -hmm. And uninvolved would also be like called neglectful yeah. parenting. Yes. So um, they're the biggest, like they're the far big parenting styles. As you said, they're also smaller ones. And I think, but that's also a question I want to ask you later. You can also have a mix out of these. Mm. Um, so just for your complete understanding so you have like the picture of what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of minutes uh authoritative is that they have a positive relationship they want to talk to their children and um they have rules and they also discipline their kids but they're always like open and talking to them and usually it's like mm, and a nice and comfortable space for children usually then permissive is you just let your kid be like you you don't have any rules nor you do you give any punishments you're just letting your kid be your kid and just do what it wants and uninvolved is or neglectful neglectful is that you will give them some guidance some attention but then you'll just have them be them like on their own like you give them some direction but after some time you just let them do their own thing and then they'll learn how to become a successful adult <laughs> hmm. okay that sounds too positive <laughs> okay fair enough. Parents, it's more of, if you've seen or oh, what show portrays it if you know of the show shameless you would know what a neglectful parent is. So mm. basically, it's a it's a parent who oftentimes they might be parents who either struggle with things like mental health and just aren't capable oh, of yeah. actually mm -hmm. nurturing and taking care of a child. Mm. So basically, the kid is left to, left to do to grow up and raise themselves. Mm -hmm. And the difference between uninvolved parenting and permissive parenting is that the parent believes they're doing the best as a permissive parent. They're like, oh, yes. the, the child it will thrive. Mm -hmm if I don't tell them no, if I don't set them boundaries, like they will be fine if they, like they are fine. They are it's intentional. Kids, yes, it's intentional. Whereas yeah. neglectful parent, I mean, or an un uninvolved parent is someone who just, it's like they don't care as much. They might not have the energy for it. They might not have, but also some people are just, they just didn't want to be parents. Now they have a yeah. kid and it's just yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll give you what you need to live. You have my, some food, mm -hmm. you might have a place to live, maybe even not. But, like, you deal with your life yourself, no matter how young or old you might be. Yeah. And then the difference between authoritarian and authoritative, they sound very similar, but they are very different ways of parenting. Mm -hmm. Because I, I would, the way I would characterize authoritarian parenting is more of, I, I'm talking to you. Whereas when it's authoritative parenting it's i'm talking with you but i'm yeah, still the adult really good way of explaining it yep, yep exactly yep. i'm still the adult in the situation i'm not your friend 
but yeah. you can talk to me. I am willing to explain things to you. I'm willing to guide you in the right direction yep. um, and allow you to have input in the life that you live. But I am I'm still there to set boundaries. And you, yep. those boundaries need to be respected. But within those boundaries, we are flexible and we can talk. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, so who... What do you think your parents raised you with? Like, what style do you think? Yeah, that's something I also asked myself. I also put that down for a question. Um, mm. I really, I don't, if I'm being honest, I don't think there's like one style they went for. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have rules and we could also just like, we could talk to our parents and um, talk to them about like stuff happening or problems we were having. So I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I can't really say that it's just one style. But if you had to pick the main one of mm-hmm. all the four. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, authoritative. Mm-hmm. Because you they had rules and I, as a kid, didn't think, oh, my parents are my friends. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> bad. But I feel like no, I think that's, they were that's like how it should be expecting things off me, and they had rules like cleaning up my room or cleaning up after myself in general, and they would make sure that I would do those things. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't just left to myself. I had direction and guidance, and what you're literally describing is authoritative parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. you were yeah. saying that well you don't think that but it, like if i were to i mean there were days when out. like when we could like when we had arguments and like it got loud so i don't know i just assume with authoritative it's very it's a very calm atmosphere no not necessarily because kids are still kids and it's not like mm. adults already know everything so you might have to argue with your children like authoritative doesn't mean it's like all peaceful it just means that even if things like, even if you disobey your parents, it's not like that's the end of the world and you have to fear mm. for discipline, like bad discipline. Yeah. So, yeah. If I had to, if I looked at your parents and like how they raised you, I would definitely say it's more authoritative. And as you said, it's not like it's only one style all the time. Things might change yeah. as you grow older and as the dynamics also in the relationship changes. So it's not always going to necessarily be every single, there might be, there might days where they met they were a bit more permissive there might have been some days where they were in they were more authoritarian but generally speaking they were more authoritative Mm. parents yep and you what about your parents um i think it's a mix of authoritarian and authoritative and i think that also is a cultural aspect i'd say when it comes to african not african asian generally (laughs) non-white people (laughs) it tends to be a case more of authoritarian parenting just because that's how culturally things are done. Yeah. It has to do a lot with respect mm-hmm. for elders. And that involves when some an adult tells you to do something, you do it without asking questions. You don't, que- you don't talk back. You just do as you're told, basically. Um, and there's no room for arguments. You don't, yeah, you don't question. Whereas for white people oftentimes that it's more either what you see or think of more is like the permissive parent 
where it's like the kids are allowed to like kids mm-hmm. are allowed to be rude yeah like, as for africans if you talk back and your parents don't do anything it's like what's wrong with you guys mm-hmm. and it's very it's not seen looked upon well in black families or african families if kids are not well behaved but my parents i i'll say my dad when we were younger was more authoritarian I would say maybe he was like 60% authoritarian and 40% authoritative. And my mom was is pretty authoritative. Like she was very much the textbook definition of authoritative. Mm-hmm. Because she she was like, my job is to raise you to live your life on your own. I can't tell you what to do in the sense that like your life is yours. I'm not going to force you to do things. I will talk to you if there are things that you aren't happy about. I will see where I can be flexible and calm your way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are certain things that need to just be done. And those there's no going around it. But I will I'll give you some leeway. Mm-hmm. So she was always someone you could talk to. My dad was more of like he was more the African strict parent thing. And I think my mom then wrapped up on him. So as we got older, it became less and less authoritarian and much more authoritative than on both of their ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, because I thought, well, you kind of just also mentioned that just now too. I don't think that you just have one parenting style. I've never been a parent, but I've been a kid. And <laughs> I know that generally raising children is a very tough, hard, straining thing to do. And mm-hmm. I don't think that, that you'll just have one type or way of parenting. So I think mm. it's always going to be a mix. Like there's just you or do you agree? Yes, I agree. But I think um, nowadays younger parents or people who, are, who now or in the last, let's say, five years have become parents are starting to understand the effect their parenting has on yep. their children more yes. and question what their parents did. Yep. Just because a lot of them grew up in, in situations where they were like they didn't feel loved or they didn't feel supported. Yeah. They didn't feel like they were allowed to live life in a way that made them happy mm-hmm. and so because of that when they went into parenting they were very intentional about i want to have do things better than my parents yeah and which is why now conversations mm-hmm. no yeah you can finish that's why now i think conversations about parenting styles are things we hear more about than previously something i've been seeing on tiktok is gentle parenting i think it's what yes. it's called and um, I think for once it's very impressive if you're like like what they usually do is they they speak like they they say the parents will say why they got mad or annoyed at the kid and mind you like some like I think it's a TikTok account that I'm mostly seeing it's one account and I think her children are oh is it the two boys Jonah? yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jonah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot the older one. I don't name, know. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Like, I, I really don't know their names. Mm. I just think, okay, it's very impressive for a kid at that age to be able to communicate and also um, find the words or express itself and how mm-hmm. they feel. But yes. on the other side, I read some comments on a few of their their videos, and some have been saying that as a child, should you have to express yourself that way like should you know all the the like the deep meaning behind the way you feel or does does that just 
ähm, belasten. Ähm, pressure? Does it pressure, put pressure on you as a kid? To have to always communicate, express yourself, and also because the the mom also always says, "I'm not like I'm not ready to apologize to you, like apologize, yeah, just yet." Um, and that's the reason I got annoyed at you, and why did you do that and everything? Does that not pressurize the kid? That's what some people think because you take responsibility at such a young age. Where you might be, I don't know. It's just people have been saying that, and I, I, I can see where they're coming from because some, if you like, there's adults who will say I had too much responsibility on my shoulders at a too like a age too young. <laughs> Does that make sense? Am I? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that affected me in a negative way. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that? Hmm. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you? I do. Mm-hmm. And I have. Okay. Wh- where would you say gentle parenting lies within these four? I think it's a more extreme way. Oh, I think it's a. Hmm, it's a mix of authoritative and permissive because, in a way, you're you're always talking, 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 but you're also letting your child do its thing. And mm-hmm. when it comes, like when it comes to a to a in a situation where it's like oh okay i i ran into a problem here what do i do you'd start talking to it but until that kid is at its problem you just let it be so mm-hmm. but you're not careless with them with in gentle parenting mm. so why do you say permissive as well as authoritative yeah because in a sense you're just letting your kid be like making yeah. own mistakes mm-hmm I think there's like we have to when we talk about permissive parenting, permissive parenting is like literally just letting your kid do things and you thinking that it's good that they do things, even when it's it has negative consequences for people around them. I think like, okay, maybe not for negative people around them, but in gentle parenting, isn't that like having your kid make its own experiences and mistakes and learn from them? And but yeah, but that's yeah. that's also what authoritative authoritative parenting is also about. Yeah, but that, with, like you set boundaries within those boundaries, you are mm-hmm. allowed to like do things and move. But the thing is, with children, like the whole point of gentle parenting is not that you let them do whatever they want, regardless of the consequences, but that you let them learn that actions have consequences, and those actually happen in real life in the home with other people. So you let them see, experience, okay, um, I did this. And because I did this, this is the consequence that I now have to suffer and deal with myself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, kids should be allowed to do certain things. You can't, like a kid shouldn't just be sitting at home, like with their hands by their (laughs) side. Kids should be kids. So they should be allowed to like, like, if a kid, I don't know, throws a ball in the house, like that's something that would happen. As a gentle parent, It's not like you just, if they break a glass, it's just like, oh, it's okay. But rather, now your consequences, you've broken the glass, you've broken the glass, number one. You have to now help clean up the glass. Also now, you also see what happens and you, the consequence might be you're not allowed to throw balls in this house. As a parent, then I will give you other options. So you might not be allowed to throw it in the house, but maybe you're allowed to go outside. So you ask me, you communicate. That's the thing. Gentle parents, a yep. big focus is I teach you how to communicate yep. what you want. 
Yeah. So that you are happy, I am happy, and the bad things, we try to eliminate those as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think teaching kids early how to communicate properly and effectively is a good thing. And yes, it, it gives them pressure, but I don't think that's a bad thing in the sense that like they just learn, they become adults who know how to communicate, who know how to set boundaries, who know that life has consequences. And I think when it comes to people commenting that, well, they when they were kids, they felt pressure to do certain things. I don't think it's, I think it, it's more of like the kids who maybe they were, they had to be very involved with their siblings. Like they had to help extra with their siblings, mm -hmm. like more than is healthy. Mm -hmm. Or they were, they had uninvolved and neglectful parents where they had so much um, the responsibility for themselves at a very young age like I had to literally do my laundry myself when I was six not me I'm saying oh, okay. like, that <laughs> kind of pressure really? <laughs> no 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 <laughs> like that kind of pressure like I had to I had to be the one who maybe if my grandma needed mes medicine I had to make sure that she had them even though I was literally just eight that's mm. not an eight-year-old's job yeah yeah so I think it's not a bad thing to teach I'm, we are both very big fans of communication. Yes. <laughs> and I think oftentimes people learn how to communicate effectively very late. But if you start early with the children, I mean, mm -hmm. it's not that it, like it will be perfect, but at least people will grow up to have better abilities in that's that area. True. And that's what I really, really like about gentle parenting. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see once their kids have grown up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> are able to reflect on how they've been they were raised up. And then mm -hmm. we'll know how it really is. <laughs> <laughs> because now looking at my looking at how things are with my parents, we have very open communication. My parents were adamant on us being independent. We like as a family it's been very much like once you knew how to do something, um there was no hand-holding in that sense. Like our parents, early on, I had to help them with certain things, but it was very calculated and it's only something I realized later on. So my dad that's it, has been doing certain things for years, but then there would be, he would then be like, hey, I need to, for example, I need to go to the Rad House, which is like the town hall to get these documents. Please come with me. And I was like, why do I need to come? You literally have been doing this for like 10 years. You know how to do this, even without like speaking fluent German. But now... Growing up, I realized that it was him teaching me how to do these things, mm -hmm. being involved in those processes without actually being in charge of them. So that then when it came my turn to do these you things know. for myself, mm -hmm. I knew what to do. When it came to the car, he would take us with him to fill the car, to, to change like the, to fill the car tires or to send the car in for inspections. Not because he couldn't do them himself, but because he wanted us to like start getting used to those processes. And so now I have no problem doing those things and I'm not afraid to do those things because I've been doing them for a long time, even though I wasn't doing them myself, mm -hmm. but I was involved in the process. Yep. I think that's really good as a learning process um, because huh, some just get thrown into the deep end and just have to start learning to swim. Exactly. And if you slowly start showing your kid okay this will this mm -hmm. like i like the example with the car like filling up the tank or the air pressure in the tires and in the beginning you still do it as a parent but your kid still mm -hmm. gets to see what 
what it means to also have a car like what does it include you don't you don't just mm -hmm. drive and fill up the tank but you have still the inspections and insurances mm -hmm. and pickups yes. and like air pressure and everything and if you start showing it slowly to the kid it won't also it won't overwhelm them once they're starting yes. to do them to do those things themselves so that's true i think that's a really good way to get your kid to um know about those things mm -hmm. <laughs> what it means <laughs> to have things and what it means to yeah. be an adult but yes. i i also have a question for you still um we talked about parenting styles and as a parent what would we choose or no actually we haven't did we did we talk about mm, what I do you, no so what parenting style would you go for with your own kid for me I think authoritative because mm -hmm. scientifically there has been research about like the effects of these kinds of parenting on children um, and often like so the authoritarian parenting often needs to low self-esteem Oftentimes, kids mm. who have authoritative parents know how to behave really well, but then it develops into because their opinions aren't like uh, important in the family or to their parents, it it um, creates low self esteem. And oftentimes, though they are good at, at academically, but they don't know how to stand up for themselves in yeah. in, in life. Mm -hmm. With um, permissive parenting, it can lead to just difficult social behaviors. And not knowing, not having or knowing how to handle and be a proper adult or human being in social settings. Um, it doesn't necessarily negatively affect self-esteem, but it can ha have like health problems. Like, for example, parents who might follow this kind of parenting do, aren't so strict about health issues like brushing your teeth regularly mm. or eating unhealthy things like they don't say no when if your kid wants the fourth i don't know big mac on a thursday right so they go to the extreme of that thing so it, it leads to other bigger issues uninvolved parenting i mean clearly everyone yeah. knows, like you can imagine the kind of um trauma <laughs> you would get trauma from. yep <laughs> yeah but when it comes to authoritative parenting because your opinions are valued you know that you as a human are valuable that your ideas matter, that you are someone who is deserved, who deserves to be listened to. You also, however, understand that there are boundaries and there are consequences in life. So you go through life like knowing that if I do this, this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Or you are someone who then is able to just move through life easier. So for me, I see value in choosing the authoritative parent because I don't want to be your friend, especially when you're young. I am your parent. I am a, the adult in the situation. It's my responsibility to take care of you. But I don't want you to not have any choice in your life because yep. it's your life. And yeah, I chose I to bring you here. So I have to treat you. Mm. I, I should make life enjoyable while keeping you safe. Mm, yep, I agree. No, I think it's very important if you're a kid to have parents where you know, okay, I can always go to them, talk mm -hmm. to them. But they're as like as my parents, you know, not as a friend, but as a parent mm -hmm. who will take like they will they might not necessarily take away my problem, but they might help me find a solution or they might help me cope with it. And mm -hmm. yes. um, so I agree. It's it's a good parent like for me personally as well. I think it's a good parenting style because you also like you 
um, teach your child how to communicate, how to like t- tackle problems. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes. it's a good kind of like school for them teaching learning process. Uh, yeah, and would you agree if you were the kid in that situation? Do you think as a kid you would choose the same parenting style, or maybe would a kid rather choose the no rules and do what I want to do? No cleaning up. <laughs> I think as a kid, you would prefer that, but you don't know the consequences mm. of that later in life and how it can negatively affect you. Um, so, I mean, a kid isn't developed, so they can't make that choice for themselves, which is why as a parent, you are the one who needs to <laughs> make that and choice. And that also is why I think if I were a parent, I would hate being a parent because my kid doesn't even appreciate things I'm doing for it. Like That's fine, only though. 20 years later, they might slowly it's start okay. to realize. No, it's a really, it's very ungrateful. Bro, I, I gave birth to you. I carried yeah. you around in my womb. By, by the same time, you didn't ask to be born. Like you were brought here without your permission. <laughs> there was no consent there. <laughs> well, you, you, <laughs> you decided to. Exactly. It's a one in a million billion chance. So, so I'm like, unless your like, own fault. Exactly. Unless it's an extreme case of you have a kid who has serious behavioral health. issues that you, not even health, but like when it comes to behavior, because health is something they can okay. also control. But if it's like, if it's not anything extreme, I'm like, hey, it's, I made this choice to bring you here. I am going to learn how to figure this out without making your life miserable. Um, and so. Isn't it kind of crazy that none of us chose to be alive? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think, yeah. wow, it's like a huge thing that I am. I know, me, right? I'm here. It is crazy. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think um, now as an adult, I think parents should be parents until their kids reach a certain age when they then really start being an example. You might move out or you start university where you are more independent. Um, and that's what my parents did. Like now I would say I'm more friends, especially with my mom. I'm more friends and mother and daughter, but like it's not now she's my parent. She doesn't she doesn't have a say in my life in that sense, but I share my life with her. Like mm-hmm. I choose to do that. Yeah. And I think that's that's the the reward and the benefits of having allowed us to be expressive, but also knowing that like my mom isn't going to just take anything I see and run with it, but she is she will critically think about what I'm doing or saying and give advice where she can, but it's never something that is forced onto me and I have to obey whether I like it or not. And those that's the relationship I have with my mom now is what will let me which is what tells me that I want to be an authoritative parent because it will lead to a healthy happy relationship later in life five years (laughs) no it's been it's been more like since I was let's say 18 19 after 18 yeah that's like a long-term goal in life oh but before that it wasn't like we were bad it just like it was mother and daughter so yeah. it's not like oh, we are seeing eye to eye. it's the same for me and my parents i think exactly. but it's still i don't know it's just eh, it's very <laughs> like it's hard till your kid is it old is. enough to realize the things you've done for it and as a kid <laughs> you might like if you're your your father's working all the time you barely see the father you're like as a kid oh i wish my dad would spend more time with me but then when you're older you realize well that's how i was like how i was eating my food 
and yes. having a roof over my head. It's like you start appreciating those things way too late. I think. Mm. But what? Oh, that was something I was going to say. I don't think I would want to be a stay-at-home mom full time. Mm-hmm. As much as I love kids, I'm also someone who really I enjoy learning and I enjoy working. Like when I ha- when I was out when I do work, I enjoy my work and I am good at my job. Um, so I'm someone who that's why I'm, it's very important for me to say that I want help and I mm-hmm. want people around to support that because I want to be a good mom in the sense that like I am not so focused on my career or work as I can't actually have a good relationship with my kids. But at the same time, I do feel that for me as a person, it's important that I still have something that I do outside of my kids and my family. Yeah, that's a good yeah. thing. Okay, so I guess... That kind of sums it all up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It was a good and interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think. I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, um, we, as usual, we hope that you also like this conversation, that you enjoyed listening to us. And uh, we, as usual, also have a polling question. Oh, we actually never talked about what the poll yeah, of the question Yeah, and you will so find <laughs> those things under the episode, and please... But I do have, I have a oh. poll and I have a question, but I just oh. didn't talk to you about it, oh. so you can you can let me know what you like. Okay. So the poll question would be, are kids something you see happening on in your future? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. I would love to know. We are we are one-on-one on, on that one, so one person is more of a yes, or no, one person is more of a no, yeah. and one person said definitely. And then... As a question, I'd like to know what is your reason or what are your reasons for or against having kids? Because that mm-hmm. might vary from person to person. Good so question. I'd love to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please, guys, let us know. And also, always feel free to DM us on Instagram mm-hmm. um, or anything. Oh, for hold topic. on. Oh. This or that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a this or that question this week on both sides. Yes. Uh-huh. Why do you should say on both sides? Because my question Ooh. is ketchup on top or on the side? <laughs> on the side. Ew. Ew. Oh, yeah. Same. Ew. No. <laughs> yes. no. On the same. side. Always dipping, never yes. pouring on top of it. No, I yeah. agree. Because I like things to be crispy. Yes. You put ketchup on top of exactly. something. Ketchup is a liquid. Okay. There is water in there. You might you might not know the struggle, but croquette, yeah. Oh, oh, mm. Bratensauce. Mm. my brother always soaks it up oh no I but i'm like, like i need i need it separately because i need the cooking to be crisp but with yes. the sauce because the sauce uh enhances the flavor <laughs> exactly and also oh, i <laughs> this is something that i'm calling my mom mom out on I don't know. I don't. I just. I'm very picky with how people eat food, so I actually now just try not to watch people eat because it just, it's my ick. Mm. My mom will like dip <laughs> it. <laughs> like she'll take like she'll take like three or four fries and like will dip three or four times into <laughs> your. So- and uh, I mean, if it's just her food she's doing that with, I'm I'm, I'm like fine. But mm. if you're tr- eating my food and like you're trying tasting something, don't do that because my- I I eat. I'm a very type A person, even when I eat. And so I don't like, I like things to be a certain way on my plate. And so when I dip, I dip once. I make sure I have the amount of ketchup on my, I have on my, I want my fries on there. And I lift up the fry up and it doesn't go back in. There's no double dipping. So 
it bothers me when she does that in my food. And I'm like, dude, don't you see the organization going here on this, going on on the street? <laughs> so yeah, I I got very worked up right now. But like... <laughs> well, for me, I I tend to let people do what they want with their food, just for me. Yes, with their food, but not on my plate. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> That's why I say I don't watch what you're doing unless like you're being super messy, then I will give you an aside. Mm. And she knows this. My mom, <laughs> I don't know. We have now it's more of sometimes we have more of a daughter mom, me being the mom in the situation. Like, why are you doing <laughs> not in this in a mean bit tone, but like ugh, I have I have like mm. a decorative thing in my room on the door. From my sister's Shrek party, I kept like some of the decoration. I have yeah. it in front of my door. Yep. And so it's like long strings of like silvery stuff, which like glitters in the sun. And if you like literally now, if you come into my room, you have to like spread the curtain of strings yeah. to step in. Somehow, every time she comes or leaves the room, some tear off because yeah. she steps on them. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> and I was like, mom, like literally I had to show her like, Take your arm, push it to the side, look on the floor, make sure there's nothing in the way, take a step and make sure as you're stepping down, there's nothing there. And that's all you need to do. It doesn't take any extra time. It's literally just your arm. And she now every time she comes in, she's like, did you see? Nothing fell. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. My question. Hmm. Would you rather have a personal chef or a personal cleaner? I think... You'd like I I don't, I don't know what would you rather have? Ooh. Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, because um, cleaning like a personal cleaner, that's that's re- wait. Oh no, <laughs> I just I just realized I had a conversation with my music teacher about that, and <laughs> that if I were rich, I'd get a personal cleaner. Like that's the only thing I want to be rich for to have a cleaner in my house. <laughs> Um, but I think, oh, no, I guess cleaning. Yeah. Personal cleaner. Because if they clean, then I can, because the thing that I hate most about cooking is the cleaning up afterwards. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have to clean, I can just be as messy as I want and somebody else Mm -hmm. has to clean my mess up. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll, I'll go with, but then also a personal chef cooks really well. (laughs) No, I'll go for the cleaner. Mm. I I my I was inclined to have my answer be like I was like oh definitely a cleaner, but now I'm not sure. It depends. I have always said I don't want a big house because of all the cleaning that comes mm-hmm. with it. Because I'm like the the bigger your property is, the more that falls on you. And unless you yep. have the money to have someone else do that work, I don't want yep. to be doing that because I'm lazy. Um, just being honest. <laughs> but no, when it comes saying. to cooking, I don't know. I'm a I think. Yeah, I think my, my answer will stay with personal chef because I don't mind eating the same thing over and over. So as long as I, if I find when I find simple meals I can cook for myself, I don't mind doing the cooking. I would rather have someone clean my house for me. So you regularly. want the personal cleaner? I want the personal cleaner. Mm, same. Yeah. Yes. Great. Okay. So yeah, don't forget to turn on notifications on Spotify. And rate and, um, the podcast. I rate the podcast both on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts yeah. because that's where we're always available. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just turn on notifications so that you're always up to speed. Please also share the podcast or any episode to someone who would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Share like the exact minutes you want the person to start listening from. 
Mm. Take that out. And send us suggestions for topics for this or that questions on Instagram. We are at once a month for brunch. Yes. Follow and DM, please, please, please. <laughs> Peter. Yes. Peter. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Ah, I missed this. I think I really did. I know. Me too. I can't look I, I, I can't wait oh, to God. listen to this episode. Mm. Like we, we actually listen to our own episodes and it's not as cringy as I thought it would be. I actually enjoy listening to our podcast because yeah. it, so it kind of feels like someone else wants to get done. Uh, sometimes I'm listening to our episodes. I'm like, why? Because I know what's happening. Like I know what we're saying. I, I was no, there. For, for me, it's like, oh yeah, right. We said that. <laughs> we talked yeah, about I that. Agree. <laughs> yes, literally. <Good> point. <laughs> yeah, it is fun listening back. Sometimes there was a time where I stopped listening because, like you said, I already know what you, mm. what we are talking about. But it's different when you are listening to it than when you are recording. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right, hey. We hope you enjoyed. And I'm off to eat something. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. What's your outro? Oh, oh, I nearly <laughs> forgot the outro. So we wish you a good evening, afternoon, morning. The... Oh, that's so much pressure. You go. I don't remember what yours is. I don't remember like, mine either. Like just, just really nice evening, afternoon, morning, whenever yes, you're listening. That's kind of, that sounds that sounds right. And I wish you a wonderful sunrise, sunset, or twilight. Yep. Okay, besties okay. and friends. Bye. Bye. Oh, we have that.